please. Girl, please. Girl, please. <laughs> I love it. Yes. <laughs> All righty then. <laughs> hey, girl. <laughs> hey, girl. <laughs> What's up? So, um, everything and nothing. Of course. Of course. Isn't that um, the way? So, I know you and I talked about this, and maybe we should kind of talk about it with the listeners. Um, sure. Is that what you call them on podcasts? Are are they listeners? Yeah, or are they listeners. Captors? I prefer I prefer listeners. Some people call them fans. I feel like that's a little too rich for my blood. So I agree. Listeners work <laughs> just fine I for me. Our, our pods, whatever we're gonna um, call them. But anyways, um, so we had a discussion about kind of actually calling this a podcast versus kind of our idea, and we wanted to kind of share with you guys. I guess um, what our idea of the show was a little bit more and how we're going to – and actually, I guess it's not really a show. It's just us talking. Um, just us talking. I think in? first – yeah, first I wanted to say that we're on social media and we've been getting a lot of feedback and encouragement and following. So thank you to every single person who has reached out or followed or retweeted or tweeted at us. Like, thank you so much. Um, I think that when we first sat down to talk about this venture, we were setting out to create a lifestyle brand that resonated with where we are, where we are in life. And, uh, the extension of that was this conversation that we were going to have once a week. And I don't want to necessarily call it a podcast because it's really just us talking literally on yeah. the phone. Like, yeah. literally like we always on the phone. do. <laughs> yes. And we wanted to just share that with you. So maybe we call it a conversation. I mean, call it what you want, but I just know that when you hear podcasts, like, first of all, everyone has a podcast. Second especially of all, now. it comes, yeah. especially now. And second, it comes with some expectations. And currently, we're using Anchor to record, and we will be for the foreseeable future. So it's not going to be the audio quality that I would prefer for a podcast, but it works for our schedules and for our maintenance. And it's a very wonderful app and, like, takes all the crazy work out of our hands. Yeah, so I'd rather us spend our time creating content than editing a show. Yep, yep. And we literally, like, in the app, I click on Nicole's name and it calls her. So this is literally a conversation. So I think we just want to kind of clear that up because I know, you know, for me, I'm a YouTuber. So I do listen to kind of something similar on YouTube. And then I think Nicole's more the person who listens to podcasts. And this is just, you know, hey, why don't we just share what's going on um, with people and let them listen in like a little fly on the wall to our conversations. So that's over. I love that. And eventually there will be ways that you can participate. If you have Anchor, you can leave us a message. And if you follow us on social media, oh, yeah. you can hit us up there. Yep. We're trying to, you know, get our IG up. Um, we both have other – well, we both have a life. So it's not going to be, like, yes. <laughs> all social media all the time. But, um, like, Nicole's – I've been watching your Twitter. You're a Twitter head, so you are, like, tweeting yes. like crazy. I love Facebook. I tweet. We don't really have a Facebook page, but um, we have IG, so hit us up on one of those. But uh, Nina and Nicole show. But one thing we were talking about, and we thought we'd just have a conversation um, about this, was um, ESPN and all of the drama, dun-dun-dun, that's going on. 
Do you want to just yeah, pick I'm off currently, the topic? Yeah. So I'm currently watching Sports Center, their flagship show with Michael Smith and Jamel Hill, as I have been every day since the controversy kicked off. I have I started watching when they premiered because I'm kind of a casual sports fan and I go in mm-hmm. waves. If it's basketball season, I'll be listening to sports radio or watching ESPN, but usually during the off season, I don't much. Um, I started watching their show when it premiered because it was like a super big deal for two black hosts, one of them being a woman, yeah. to have the flagship show on ESPN primetime, 6 o'clock. It is the show. Um, so Jamel has always been very outspoken on Twitter. She's from Detroit. She got a tough skin. She's very knowledgeable about sports. She's funny. She's beautiful. And just like any other woman with visibility, she's attacked by trolls all the time. They come for her about her sports knowledge. They come for her about her being black, her being a woman. They come for her about her hair. Ever since Disney took over ESPN, a lot of personalities on air, writers got fired. So there are a lot of angry people coming at her and Michael like, this show is trash and why are you here? You don't know what you're talking about. So she's always being attacked. So this so is she the thing. Was on Twitter. I, uh-huh. One of the things that I learned is that it's not just since Disney. I guess ESPN is losing a lot of money because the way they're doing yes. um, subscriptions and things like that, and a lot of people got fired. And her, the hatred of her and the hating on her has actually been before, you know, when she was a journalist, before she was on ESPN, that actually started back then. So it's something that's carried oh, on, and I'm sure that being in the limelight, it's like, oh, okay, let me – you know, attack you even more now that you're in the light. The greatest, like, cause of anger and rape threats and whatever to people online is there happening to be a woman. And don't be at the intersection of being black and a woman. And she's in sports media, which is a male-dominated field. So she's been getting it from all sides forever. Um, So she is very opinionated about social justice issues and the president. And she was tweeting some people, and she said that Donald Trump is a white supremacist. She said in another tweet that he was unqualified for his job. So yes. Because people are mad and everything is tit for tat now. Oh, if a white person said this, they'd be fired immediately. Mm-hmm. And Donald Trump is the most disrespected president of our time. No, he's not. Google is free. He himself. <laughs> and he's the most disrespectful president. Let's yes. That <laughs> yes. He himself came for Barack Obama with the whole birther movement, which is racist from the incept. So please don't, don't. No. So the argument is, where do the lines blur? Because her Twitter handle doesn't say Jamel Hill ESPN. She's verified on Twitter. Obviously, she is a ESPN personality, but it is her personal Twitter account. She was not but on she's a common the air. So right. she should have an opinion. She's not. She, yes. Yeah, she, right. She's a commentator. And, and it wasn't. Yeah, she wasn't on the air. It's her personal opinion. She's supposed to have opinions. I understand that she's a brand related to ESPN. That doesn't mean that she can't have her own opinions. So, and I agree with you 100%, but because of the recent firings of a bunch of people, people are mad. And Kurt Schilling, 
it's either Kurt or Kurt. I don't know. I pay him dust. He got fired for ESPN because he repeatedly was making racially repeatedly charged is statements. the word. Is the word. We literally so this just is where it they're the missing car. it. It was at least four. It was at least four different times. So they can't. And you see how easy that was to do. Apples to apples. It, Google. Right. You, Google. 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 It's free for you. And nobody will judge you if you type the whole question into the Google search bar. How 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 did Kurt Schilling get fired? Yes, because somebody else had the question. It's free. It's free. It's free. This is the thing that that really pisses me off. Is like, why are you more upset with the mention of racism or being a racist or being called a racist than actually being a racist or having the act? of being racist. Like, why does that upset people more than, you know, actually doing the acts? And that's what, like, I, you know, like I, I know we talked about, we're not going to get really into politics and all of that a lot on here, but there's certain things that are just common sense. Come on. Right. Like, they're attacking her so much that they ignored what she brought up. Like, so you what happened then was... Right. But that's the thing. The worst thing in today's society is to be called a racist, not to be right. actually not racist to be or to be a white supremacist, but it's to be called it because the liberal snowflakes who need a safe space call everything racism. But so right. here's what happened. The ESPN uh, public relations Twitter handle tweeted a statement that said yes. that Jamel had been spoken to about her words and that they did not represent ESPN and she knows that or some they shook her, they she shook knows, their wait, so and it her. said that she she understands that it, that it's inappropriate. But right. did you see her then, oh, I love yes. what she wrote. She and did actually, not apologize. Yeah, she did she, <laughs> she, she, she apologized for Do being, you have it? It's like she yeah, hold on, I'm about to pull it up because I love the wait wait. Because she didn't apologize for what she said. No. She apologized for, she for the position love. it put her employer in. Exactly. She basically was like, I said what I said, but because ESPN does have a um, a standards and practices thing that they don't want their employees to speak right. about certain things. So she did violate the company policy. Kurt Schilling uh, Kirk, Kirk, I don't care. He violated company policy and was warned more than several once times. To he was stop. also suspended. Yeah. Yes. So okay. So here it is. However, it says. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go. go I'm, I can make my point <laughs> later. I can okay. make my so point says, later. So I, my so it says my comments on Twitter express my personal belief. My regret is that, and this is my favorite part. My regret is that my comments and the public way I made them painted ESPN in an unfair light. My respect for the right. company and my colleagues remains unconditional. So she basically said, I'm sorry for putting you that in that position. Basically. That's what it was. But the, not sorry for what I said. Yeah. Sorry, not sorry. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, girl. So sorry, not sorry. So the thing so the thing is the same week that she was in trouble was the week that ESPN also brought back Hank Williams Jr., who yeah. uh, attacked President Obama at every turn, who mm-hmm. is known for supporting white supremacists publicly. And he had been suspended or whatever for five years, and now he's back the same week. So the other side, they're like, well, what did she get punished for? She didn't get fired. She should have got – but the thing is what you don't understand – 
we as black women, we know very much how much of a punishment it was for her employer to publicly shake their finger at her and not come yeah. to support her. Given yeah. the amount of harassment she has to go through on a daily basis, for them to not come out in support of her on this issue is very telling. And I have been in her exact position at work. It, and it's like, the larger issue that I wanted to discuss is like being black at work, especially being a black woman at work. And there's a certain thing that happens with us that I have to tuck in a giant part of who I am because oh, yeah. I'm going to be, I'm going to offend somebody or because I have a big personality. If I it's tr- a whole different personality. Yes. Yes. Like you, absolutely. So, so you have this struggle of, I'm me. I ain't no punk, right? I already told you our little right. model. I ain't no punk. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm not no punk. This is me. But at the same time, it, and let me step back. You're not going to talk to your grandmother the same way you talk to your niece or your boyfriend or whatever. And there's that level. Right. But there's also the a level of me coming to work with a new hairstyle and being like, Ugh. oh, my goodness, please don't ask me. Please do not ask me about my hair. Yes, these are faux locks. No, my hair wasn't this, like, last week no you know like no this isn't a weave or whatever like there's a whole just changing your hair i don't ask you about your wig i don't ask you about right you or your boobs yeah or your fake or boobs like, <laughs> or if something black happens on the so of course we we watch insecure everybody does yes like i love the episode where it was like what was on fleek um what does on fleek mean she was like i don't know what it means and she turned around she's like i know what the hell that means but you purposely are like i can't be your spokesperson for everything black. I can't explain everything that we discuss. It's like, it don't look to me on every rap song that comes on. And, you know, and it's like, right. It's different. Cause I'm not your black you friend. I'm not <laughs> yes. a spokesperson. I'm... Not a monolith. We all think differently about things. There's certain yeah. things culturally that cross lines and economic statuses, but on the whole, we don't all think the same. Like we play, yeah. um, music at my current workspace and they all like all kinds of music and I was playing like the new Jay-Z and he has that one song where he says the n-word like 47 times somebody with a tie walked in and immediately I out of a reflex grabbed my phone because who do you think he thinks has the music on it wasn't even me they wanted to hear it yep of course but it's you it's you but so you and and so this is the thing um, I was at work when um, everything was going on between the whole politics and going back and forth with um, the presidency, like, you know, when they were making the decision. I can't think of any words right now, but um, between the election, the election. Yes. Thank you, girl. I'm tired. <laughs> um, so anyway, the thing is, I remember everything. They have TVs like all over the office. And I remember everything was on Fox News, and it was some scandal. Oh, no. Girl, please. Girl, please. No. And we turned into one of the other news stations, and she was like, they're all the same. And I'm thinking, no, they are not. I just want to see something different. And I'm not, I'm not, like, totally into politics. I wasn't watching everything. But at this moment, it was something that was so important that I wanted to see the big picture. And I realized what was going on and like everybody was just like oh yeah this is you know this is what we watch this is how we get our news and it's like little moments like that um and that's being you know black in the workplace but then there's also being female in the workplace and those things mm-hmm. kind of those two together is just it, it's just feeling of 
I don't want to come off like in that instance. I really wanted to change the channel. Like six of them are on the mm-hmm. same station. Let's just change one. But I'm like, I don't want to come off as the black bee who always has to complain mm-hmm. or always, you know, but at the same time, you want to be assertive and, you know, give your opinion. It's like, how do you have that balance without them looking at you different? And, and mind it, you, someone else would have changed the channel. Yeah. Without asking. Somebody else would have changed it if they wanted to without asking anyone. They would have just changed yeah. it. It's that thing so, where I get told that I don't smile and certain people yeah. feel like I don't respect them. And I'm like, well, if it's if you're if you're giving names and examples, um, I don't respect that person because they don't respect me. Respect is earned. Why do I yeah. have to bow down to you yet you can treat me however you wanna treat me? Yeah. And so there's there's this thing that there's two things that have come up the last year that taught me a lot. Um, well, actually, it's several things in this area, but I'm going to bring up two. One, there's um, one of these, um, she's like a coach and all of that, like business coach, um, and she was explaining how um, white men and, um, are taught to walk into a room demanding respect. And it's not like it's mm. a given conversation that you have with your children. It's not something that you, you know, tell them outright, but it's just how you're brought up. You go in, you deserve respect. And as black women, we go into the room like, hey, I'm educated. I speak well. I'm dressed well. Mm -hmm. I, you know, haven't been to jail. I now deserve your respect. Like it's all these steps of because I hit all of these marks, I should have your respect instead of just walking in like I deserve respect, period. I don't have to justify it why I deserve respect. And that came, and, you know, I learned that, I listened to it, whatever. I'm like, okay, it's a good lesson, whatever. When I quit my job, one of the first um, contractors that I had, I had a problem with them not paying me. I did the agreed work. They, it was like months before, like they rushed it. So it was months before, negotiated a great contract, like 80% down from what they're, you know, what they were supposed to um, pay. Like everything was good. But then they, one person, I guess, on the team, wanted to understand why it took so long and um, didn't think I deserved the money. Hmm. And I'm like, this was Hmm. a contract. And so when I talked to them, I'm like, okay, regardless of what you think, this is a contract. This is what I did. I finished early. Pay me my money. Right. And Mm -hmm. then they said, well, let's get on the phone and go over this. And you know what? I went back and forth and you know what I said? I said, you know what? I don't know why we're having this discussion. I broke it down. I sent it to you. And at first, I didn't want to come off like a black bee. But then in the back of my head, I said, you know what? If I wasn't a woman, and I don't think it was a black woman. I just think because if I wasn't a woman, this wouldn't have even been the discussion. It would have been. And I and, mm-hmm. and I went to second guess. Oh, I don't want to come off. And I had this discussion with my boyfriend. He's like, I never think, do I sound too aggressive? Or do I sound right. to this? He said, that should never be mm-hmm. a thought from you. Maybe and you know what it is, thoughts. too? And even if you weren't educated or you had been an ex-con, the point of fact is you're their colleague now, so they deserve yeah. your, you deserve their respect. It doesn't matter. And we have exactly. to, like, play play that game. And the wage gap, like, I don't want to know how much money 
anybody makes that I work with because I know I will go off. <laughs> and like yeah. one time that I happened to see someone's paycheck, I was like, I never again need to see anybody's paycheck. Yep. They showed it to me and I was just like, I don't want to ever know how little money I make compared to people who are just walking in the door. And, you know, I think it's, to me, I'm just happy um, that I feel like I'm paid fairly and I live in the bliss of that ignorance. I don't need to know what anybody else makes at all. Yeah. And I've there's been twice that I've figured that out and I was astonished at this person who comes to me for a lot of questions, who doesn't know how to do mm-hmm. their job, that I'm always, mm-hmm. ask, you know, always asked to help and I found out that person is making more than me. And, uh-huh. you know, of course, I don't know any everything about that person's career, what their background is, but I know they couldn't do that job. That's what I did. Right. And so, <laughs> and, and, and the thing is, and this, I think this happens with being a woman. It happens with being a black woman. It happens with being a person of color. There's never that this is happening because you're a woman or this is happening right. because you're black. But it's that thing that we have to think about of, is this happening because of that? And and you have that right. thought and you, there's no definite, yes, it is. But you have that feeling where you're like, I know if I was, you know, if I was a man, they wouldn't challenge me like this. I know that. And it's just this feeling. And it's the thing because talking to other people who've never been through it, you know, they've never been through it. And you have to. And you wouldn't that, tell a man in. Yes, and you wouldn't tell a man in his review that he needs to be nicer or smile more or exactly. be more welcoming. More you would likeable. never say that to a man. Yeah, you would never say that to a man. And I know you yeah. wouldn't because I work with these unlikable men that I know y'all aren't speaking to about their smile. Girl, let me just tell you, this is hilarious, too. So do you watch Saturday Night Live at all? I haven't watched it regularly in a long time. Okay. I'm going to tell you, there's this episode um, where this lady is doing the news and you can't understand. She's like, it's a, it's a sunshiny day and it might be some rain and yep, yep. And it's, and it's like, wait, what? So is it going to rain? Well, it might be. And there's a chance of a high <laughs> smile. And, and she's just like, and yep, yep. And so um, the boyfriend and I, we went to go look at apartments and it was a black girl um, and she was really, really nice. And we walked in, but she was just like smiling so much. And everything was like, hi, and let me show you the apartment. And, and I'm like, what's wrong with her? She was just so, and then she goes, yep, yep. And we looked at each other like, that's the girl on TV. And so as she's like, it's a private community, uh-huh, and if you want this, uh-huh. And then she was like, yep, yep. So now, like, that's our joke. Like, we're talking, I'm like, babe, yep, yep. And he's like, yep, yep. But it's just yep, hilarious. Yep. I'm like, and we had this discussion. I was like, you know someone was like, you need to change your attitude, Tamika. That wasn't her name. But Tamika, you're going to need to change your attitude because you're right. too aggressive with everybody that comes in. And we're going to need you to show, uh, you know. So she was like, yep, yep, got it, you know. And that sort of thing. <laughs> that, like, I know someone was like, because at one time she slipped. And she's like, oh, no, girl, we don't have that. And then she was like, We don't yep, have yep. that. <laughs> I always have have that moment with a customer service person where we both have on our, like, Caucasian woman of color voice on the phone, and then we'll we'll slip up, and you'll be like, oh, girl, like, oh, girl, yeah. Yes. My mom has done that. She's called me. She's like, hello? And I was like, yes. And she's like, hello? I was like, mom? She's like, oh, girl, I didn't recognize your your work voice. And I'm like, yeah. Like, you have your Hi, this is Nina. How may I help you? Yeah, this you know, is my professional like, voice. Yeah. This is how I get things done like, oh, on the telephone. <laughs> yes. This is 
girl, when I used to do telemarketing, I was Christy. I was like, yes. Oh, yeah. And this travel thing. And da, 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 da. I said, oh, I can be whoever. I am certainly not Nina. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to have this deep voice. But anyways. So, yeah. Well, we trials and tribulations. Yes. And I think this is a great place to start wrapping up with our questions for the week. Yes, yes. Yep, yep. <laughs> Yep, yep. <laughs> I'm going to send it to you so you know what I'm talking about. I have to see it now. So, okay, so, so how Nina, is, Oh, go ahead. Yes. My bad. I was going to ask you first this week. How, or maybe I always ask you first. How is your hair? How's your health? How's your heart? <laughs> hair is good. Um, You know, just a little faux locks got it popping. I'm, learning, I'm really yeah. learning how to do my hair. Um, I talked to my hairstylist and I'm like, I'm trying to do this diva cut. And she was like, what is that? And I was like, and I told her, she's like, do you want me to just cut your hair without heat? And I was like, yeah. She's like, I can do that. I was like, thanks. I'll make up with in a couple of weeks. She yeah. always does that. So, yeah, I'm going to, I'm keeping on this. Um, found some new oils, all that kind of stuff. Um, because I'm traveling, I found out, you know, and I, I've, I found out this cycle of my face breaks out. So I'm trying to figure out what to do. You know, I'm trying this new black soap and all that. Um, health, I'm told, I got totally discouraged because, you know, that week, I, those two weeks, I was working out every day. I was doing low carb, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I literally lost zero pounds. Like, it was exactly the same. And then, of course, oh, no. you hear all this, but you're you're probably gaining mass. Sure. And, you're da, da, da. and I'm like, help. you know what? Fuck that. I want to feel different. I want to lose weight. And it just didn't happen. And I was disappointed. And so I stepped back and stopped putting pressure on myself. And I'm just going to. You know, I have to figure out what's going to work, um, but it is very discouraging when that happens. It happened around a time where I had to go be in a wedding, and I was traveling, and I'm like, I'm just going to do what I want. But I have to figure out, because um, I feel like my body is like, no, girl, you tried that. You tried the two, right. you know, used to do that back in the day. I got you. I'm not doing that anymore. You're going to have to work harder. Mm-hmm. So I have to mm-hmm. figure out what's going to work. Um, but, yeah, all that's happening and um, I'm just trying to get to, like, I had this, uh, I'm going to send this to you. So I was on the plane going to this wedding. Um, have you heard Lettucey's High? Her song is called High? No, no. So Lettucey, NDRE, and there's, like, one other person usually has a song that I live my life by for, like, a year because I listen to it 24-7. She has a song called High. I was on the plane on the way to this wedding, and I was just realizing how much I feel relieved and she talked about how she just wants to be in a good space and leave negativity behind. And, girl, I'm on the plane crying, bawling, listening to it over and over again. And it's not because I'm like, oh, I'm sad. And people probably think I'm crazy. But I was just like, I'm really in a good place. And I wrote this, like, yes, long, like, that. open letter to myself about, like, what I want. Like, I just want to be, um, you know, kind of, open, like she said, like, in a good space. And I want to and really what I want is peace of mind and whatever that means if that that means traveling if it means like me doing pictures if it means me and my boyfriend you know going out to dinner and it's like all of these little things um that happened that week that was just so good um I was just like yeah that's what I want I want peace of mind and so now um I'm just trying to like I really literally wrote out what how I want to live my life. Um, and I'm just going to do that. And, and a lot of that means, you know, I'm not going to please people. And so if I don't want to do something, I'm not going to do it. 
unless I have Amen to, you know, unless to it's that. like I have to eat, have to make money or whatever. But if I don't want to do it, I don't have to do it. If I don't want to be friends with them, if I don't want to listen, if I don't want to be in a conversation, I'm going to walk away. If I don't want to take that, mm-hmm. you know, that gig, I'm not going to do it. And I'm in that space and it feels really, really good right now. And so I'm just trying to figure out how do I maintain this space where I'm just living and enjoying life and not worried about kind of next step and pleasing others right. and all that kind of stuff. So that's why I am still, you know, next level trying to figure myself out, but I'm, I'm happy. And I think, you know, moving into this next space in a couple of weeks is going to help that a lot. So yeah, that's me. So what about you? How's your health? How's your heart? And how's your hair? Yeah, so it's funny that you say that because um, tomorrow is a new moon. And if anybody's into all of that, the a lot of – it's basically um, what happened with the eclipse is happening to a few planets right now. So the cosmos are just crazy right now. It's super emotional. Communication is a bit tough, but it's a good time to, like, assert yourself. So – Um, one of the new moon rituals is to actually write down your intentions for the new moon and you're supposed to like clear your space mentally and actually cleanse it either by taking a bath or doing sage or palo santo and then lighting a candle and reflecting on your intentions for like 30 minutes to an hour um, up until the new moon. So you could start three days before. Um, And the purpose of that is to sort of plant a seed. So the theory is as the moon grows or matures into fullness, your intentions will manifest and you're supposed to strike things off as they manifest. So it's better to do tangible things instead of concepts or ideas. But it's always a good time to dig in and just declare things and go towards a purpose. For me, my love life is perpetually in shambles, and I'm just doing a lot of heart work right now, and just Mm -hmm. I feel a lot of fear and anxiety, and I really just want to move to a place of reconciliation, and whether that means with people, a person, or just with myself, I need to get to a place where I can breathe and just relax and not be hurt or afraid or angry. So I've been trying to stay present because when I look back, there's all this stuff that hurt me in the past. And Mm -hmm. when I look forward, I have all this anxiety about ending up alone or am I spinning my wheels in the wrong situations and dealing with things that don't suit me ultimately. So I'm just trying to stay focused on today and what I can do today to, like, heal me. Yeah. Um, So my health is not the greatest because my heart's all jacked up and the two go hand in hand with me. So I've been overindulging in food and alcohol. This month I had tried to give up um, artificial sweetener and any added sugar. So like if sugar Mm -hmm. was somewhere on the list of ingredients, I wasn't stressing off of that, but no like sugar. So that meant no coffee for me. And I drink coffee every day. And up until today, I hadn't had a cup of coffee since August 31st. But today I was just like, you know what? I didn't sleep at all last night. I'm driving today. So I did have a cup of coffee with two teaspoons of raw organic sugar. Um, But that was it. However, I'm still trying to get back at it for the rest of the month so I don't throw away my whole 30 days over one day. Yeah. And my hair is growing back. I do want 
to keep the length because I'm still a little shocked at how little hair I have, but I might need to run to the barber on Friday to get a lineup. <laughs> yeah, it's funny that you're saying it. Yeah, I got to get a taper, a lineup. Girl, you got to do a little design, yeah. a little color in it. But... <laughs> right. <laughs> So, yeah, so what you were saying about living in the present, I think I think we're both there where it's like, yeah. I don't know if it's age, the time, what's going on around us or what, but it's like realizing that, uh, like, I can't always be worried about things that happened to me that made me the way I am or things that impacted right. me that, you know, that changed the way I think. I can't worry about, you know, what's coming or what I'm going to do or how things are going to be. And And the thing is, I keep on telling people because I have to tell myself, you literally can only do one thing at a time. And so we get only this one. notion of multitasking and handling everything. And the more I tell, like, I literally have to tell myself that one one thing at a time, you know, one thing at a time. And I think mm-hmm. we fail to realize because we're concentrating. And I read an article about this. Our brain concentrates so much on the negative that we're, we push out the positive. And I think being That's in it. the present, like, again, I'm not a meditator, but just thinking about, Yes, this went well today. Like I started doing this, I'm like, mm-hmm. what went well this week or last week? And you know, really focusing on that and not just like, okay, you know, it, I think we create anxiety, and so it, mm-hmm. just being present helps us like get rid of anxiety. Well, not get rid of it, but let's just say subdue. <laughs> so yes, yes, totally. So. Anyways, girl, well, so it, I got to go. Got dinner to cook. So yes. I love you. I love you. And we'll do it again next week. All right. Ciao. Bye. 